Hi, welcome to episode three of Tales of the Narc's Wife. I am your hostess, the Narc's Wife. Uh, what I decided to talk about today uh, is how a narcissist can be what I refer to as a holiday ruiner. And they can do it in fantastic, over-the-top, overt, blatant ways. Or they can do it in just very more subtle manners. Like, you know what they pulled was bullshit, but yet it wasn't latent. You know? I don't know how to explain it, except for to give you my examples of of some of these early ones. So, uh, my very first Mother's Day. So, of course, I'm a little psyched, right? I'm a new mama, and actually, I loved it. I loved, I loved being a mama. So, a couple weeks before Mother's Day, my narcissist is on the telephone with his mother, who is also a narcissist. The apple didn't fall far from the tree. They're awful. Uh, and anyways, he's saying, Mom, what do you want? You know, Mother's Day, what do you want me to get you for Mother's Day? And she tells him that she wants like a little handheld mixer, you know, electric mixer. She needs one. Her other one broke. Whatever. Get me that. Okay, fine. And of course, we go shopping, go to the store, do whatever, and we buy one for her for Mother's Day. And so now it's like a week or a few days, whatever, before Mother's Day. And of course, I'm going to be the one to wrap it. I don't think this is a phenomenon uh, all women or many of us aren't used to, right? We 90% of the time do all the buying of the gifts, all the wrapping we deal. In fact, we buy the card and then they sign their name to it most of the time. You know, they decide that once we come in the picture, apparently they don't need to bother with any of that at all anymore. It's officially your job. However, I digress. So, um, I can't find it. I'm, I'm looking all over the damn place. And we live in this tiny, tiny, rent this tiny little one-bedroom park. Can't find it anywhere for love. Okay, whatever. So I tell him, we got to run out. Now we got to go buy her another one. And so, um, so we do that. So she has her mixer. Okay, so now it is the night before Mother's Day, and I was at work, and I was talking to my narc on the phone. I called him during whatever break, called him, and we're on the phone chatting, and he says to me, hey, I got you a surprise for Mother's Day. I got you a gift. I got you a surprise, you know, and I am immediately excited. I'm like, oh, you did? I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to, what'd you get? You know, I'm not going to tell that kind of bullshit, whatever, and I'm and I'm all excited. I'm like, all right, cool. I can't wait to see it tomorrow. Uh, I hang up the phone. And I can even remember, you know, just feeling pretty excited about it because he, I thought he was being sweet. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought, oh, how sweet. And I wanted to share that stupidness. I was only in my 20s. <laughs> With my coworkers, you know, so I turned around. I was like, oh, I just got off the phone with him. And he says he has a surprise for me. And I can't wait to see what he got me tomorrow for Mother's Day. You know, I'm kind of excited. So the next day, of course, Mother's Day. And at some point in time, he brings a card in this gift out for me. 
And, you know, I open up the card, read it, and I open up this present. And when I open it, it is a damn mixer. In fact, it is the mixer that we had bought his mom and couldn't find. And I open it up and I said, you gave me the mixer we bought for your mom that we couldn't find. And he starts laughing and he says, yeah, well, turns out I found it, (laughs) you know, and he's laughing his ass off. He thinks it's hysterical. And I was like, you got me a mixer. You gave me, you found the mixer for your mother and decided that for Mother's Day, you were going to wrap this and give this to me. And he said, well, yeah, you don't have a mixer. And we found that one. I thought I might as well give that one to you. So I say to him in no uncertain terms, I said, from this point forward, you need to know that whatever the holiday is for me, Mother's Day, birthday, Valentine's, whatever it is, you do not ever buy me anything to cook and or clean with. That is not a gift to me. And, you know, he's still cracking up laughing and thought it was kind of funny and blew it off okay you know okay never you know noted won't won't do it again and he's laughing and in fact uh that was another kind of running joke to which he shared with people and i got a mix well she told me no more buying her this this and that and and to be fair uh he never has since then never did that again uh so i'll give him props i guess where props is due Okay, so that's Mother's Day number one. And I'll get back into more of all that. But now we're on Mother's Day number two. This is my second Mother's Day that I'm going to have with my daughter and my narcissist. And basically, I don't know. I guess I assumed. I don't remember us. We didn't, there was no plans discussed. I can, I, I can tell you that. There was at no point in time to which he came to me and said, uh, you know, Mother's Day is this, what do you want to do? What would you like to do? How, you know, you want to go to dinner? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? No, nothing uh, was mentioned regarding Mother's Day uh, for me. Of course, we had to get his mother a card. We had to get his mom flat, whatever. We had to get her because we always had to do that. That was always discussed. Well, I got to give my mom some, I got to, whatever. But as far as what was happening or going to happen with us, myself and, and my narc on Mother's Day was not discussed. Just wasn't even brought up. So I just assumed, well, big deal. You know, who cares? We're going to wake up. He's home. It's Sunday. It's a Mother's Day and we're going to get up that day and he's going to have something for me or and we're going to do whatever so it really didn't occur to me to stress it and so uh it's mother's day now i've been a mama officially for two years and uh you know we get up and we're doing our thing and i get my daughter dressed and there's no card or anything he doesn't have anything for me we're just kind of going about doing our get to get ourselves around and I don't remember who it was I don't, he gets a phone call and he's talking to some friend of his and uh then he gets off the phone and he says to me well I'm gonna have to go I gotta go over to so-and-so's I'm gonna help him do this we're gonna do this 
I don't know what it was. I don't remember. I just know he had to leave that day. And he was going over to friends and he had to help them work on something or do something. And I said, well, do you, what are you doing? I'm like, do you have to do that today? I said, it's, it's Mother's Day. You know, I thought we were going to go do something maybe. And immediately in true narcissistic fashion pulls the shaming uh, technique that they like to use so much. So as soon as I say that, his response is, I have to help them. You know, I need to go over there and help. They asked me for help. What kind, you know, how can I let them hang? They need me to go over there and yada, yada, yada. You know, and I have to work all week. This is the only time I have to do this, so I need to go. And so then I felt shamed and, and kind of made to feel guilty. You know, like I'm being this really selfish asshole. So, you know, of course he left to go do whatever he was doing. And I decided that I wasn't going to sit there all day and allow this to bother me or hurt my feelings. Uh, I'm going to gather up my daughter and we're going to go, we're going to go have a day, she and I together. And so that's what I did. Uh, We went to this really beautiful area and went for walks and hiked and had lunch and a little park. And I have pictures uh, that I was taking that day with her and stuff. And what I find so almost annoying is that when I run across these pictures, when I do see them, I am immediately brought back to how hurt I was that day. Like they, they're so cute and she's so, she's so cute in the pictures. And, and yet all I feel is hurt, you know, I'm, I'm sad. Like it just seemed, I know what it seemed. Like I understand now, I understand now what I didn't understand then. You know, at the time, I just thought, well, you know, his friend did call and they do need, and maybe I am being a big baby, you know, maybe I'm being ridiculous and I need to just chill the hell out and go and it's fine, Um, you know, and, and Mother's Day number one, you know, I thought, well, this is what guys do. They're just, they don't get it, you know, they're not good gift buyers, they, this, this was funny, cracked, it cracked him up. It was a little jokey joke. I need to, uh, you know, relax. It's not a big deal. He's just joking around. You know, all the bullshit that you tell yourself or can tell yourself, and if you don't, good for you. You learned a lot sooner than I did. But bullshit that you tell yourself to justify... What is blatantly a complete and utter lack of thoughtfulness, consideration, care. He left me know in so many ways, time and time and time 
and time and time and time and time again that I was not a priority. I am not what was important. That is what bothers me. That is why these memories are still there because they are attached to these emotions that said this person that you adored and loved is letting you know that you don't matter intuitively. Everything inside me is telling me that's what that says, but I can't cognitively wrap my head around that. That can't be true. No, cannot be true. You know, after all, this is a man that brings me coffee every morning, you know, to bedside before he leaves for work. This is a man that goes to work and at the time made decent money and he goes to work, you know, and he's a foreman of his crew. You know, he's only 20 something. He's running his crew and, uh, He's not going to the bars every night. He's not this. He's not that. So I need to suck it up. I need to quit. I I have a good man and I need to get over it. Get over it. Even though his actions, Mother's Day number one, Mother's Day number two, and many other holidays that I will probably eventually get into, his actions said, you are not important. Don't you dare think for one second that you deserve this holiday, this acknowledgement. You don't, you are not getting it from me. Won't happen. I am going to, in a very covert way, which is how they work, let you know that here's this and you got a mixer and ha ha ha. And it's a funny joke. It kind of keeps you in your place. It lets you know. It chips away. It chips away. That's what they do. They really slowly but surely chip away at your uh, worth and your value because that is what his behavior said to me. I'm not worth it. I'm not worthy. And and, you know, I'm, I know I'm coming from it, but I'm coming from this in like the narcissistic, arrogant way in which he's thinking to himself, fuck you. You know, you're not getting this fucking kind of attention from me today. Not happening. You're going to know. I'm going to let you know that you are not deserving. You're not worthy of all of this. We're not doing it. Not happening. And that's how a covert kind of goes about their... Little and then and then Mother's Day too. Well, a friend called. He had to go. He had to go. There was no second, no part to which he said, or could have and should have, said to his friend, "Look, uh, you know, we're gonna do this. I'm going with, you know, my daughter and whatever. It's Mother's Day. I got, I can't do it today, but you know, how about whatever? I'll come down. And I'll help you out with that if you don't mind, or you know." anything. There was no attempt to make me a priority and actually tell them, no, today's not the day. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. And, and there's a couple reasons for that too. Uh, the other, the flip side to that is, um, covert narcissists, especially really enjoy, um, 
the accolades and the the good guy kind of ideal. This is certainly something that I'm going to learn more and more over time that his appearance and how he appears to everyone on the outside uh, will be way more important than how you're treated in home and around the house, night and day. So those are my two Mother's Day stories. I'm sure some of you out there are going to be able to relate and understand. And how I so easily, again, dismissed dismissed those things. How I wrote it off. How How I had to try and reframe that whole situation. And how somehow I was just being ridiculous. Even though all along, I knew better. I knew better. So the moral of this story is, ladies, listen. Intuitively, you know. Listen to that. Listen to that. Does that mean if you have one bad holiday or birthday with your that he's a narcissist? No. What you're looking for, however, is pattern. Watch for a pattern of this type of behavior. And it can be so subtle. And it's all those little tiny, that's what people don't understand. You know, some people might listen to this and be like, well, big deal. He's just a guy. He did whatever. It's not that, assholes. It's that. It is one time and then another time and then another and then another and another thing on top of another thing and another thing on top. And it's over and over and over. You are looking for this pattern of behavior And if you are constantly feeling like you're put on the back burner, that they will drop literally everything they're doing at any chance they get to help anyone else, even people they don't like that fucking well, other than you, you need to uh, wake up and consider what you might be dealing with. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And hopefully I'll get another uh, one in next week. I don't like to do them when my kids are around, so I have to wait for them not to be. Uh, But thank you, and I appreciate you all. Love you, bye.